What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wildlife Control Podcast. My name is Kyle Waltz, and on this episode, we're going to dive in deep to a product and a service that I hope you all are offering right now, and if you're not offering it yet, you should. Um, on the podcast today, I have the Vice President of Sales for Tap Insulation. Uh, he has more than 15 years experience in insulation products and more than 30 years of home improvement sales experience. I have Chris White. Chris, what's up, man? Thanks for joining today. Hey, Kyle. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So, tap insulation. It's w- w- Why should someone in the wildlife control industry think about selling insulation, number one? And then number two, why should they buy tap? Well, I mean, it's a it's a great fit, a, a great um, add on product uh, for any wildlife um, uh, person offering uh, tap in the market, because, number one, you're going to be up in the attic where a lot of the uh, wildlife obviously congregates and we find them uh, harboring up there. And typically they're going to uh, ruin that insulation. They're going to be in there. They're going to be tearing things up and. Um, you're going to want to remove a lot of that insulation out of there to get rid of a lot of those the, uh, contaminants that are that are up there in the attic. And by doing so, um, it's a great opportunity to go ahead and add an ins- another insulation in there that will also aid in the um, uh, keeping other insects out. Um, so we are a EPA registered pesticide. Uh, so that when that goes, when you put tap into an attic, it's going to guard against uh, many of the self-grooming insects, um, which is a, is a definite plus and an added uh, benefit for your homeowner. Um, in addition to that, you have a lot of the um, energy savings. That a lot of people don't realize that when you have insulation up in an attic and you, and you put the amount that's uh, the Department of Energy will uh, recommend in the attic, you can save as much as 30% on your utility bills. And that's pretty significant over the life of your home. If you think about saving 30% on your bills every single year, um, and that never stops. That will continue. Now, it's, it's, um, I, some houses are different. Some will save, uh, may save a little bit less, some more, depending on uh, how much insulation you put in and, uh, of course, the construction of your home. Yeah. So... Is, is there any difference for us that are down in the deep south versus um, guys that are running companies up north in, in terms of how much insulation a home should have? There's um, the only difference that really comes into play is when you get really far north. Um, most areas in the U.S. will have at least a minimum of an R30. Most are R38 that's that's recommended. And that's about 12 inches of insulation of, of tap. Um, when you get really far north, they'll uh, go as high as an R60, which is a significant amount. But most areas will fall into that R38 to R49, which tends to be the average. Now, a lot of people think about insulation as saving uh, heat, but it saves air conditioning just as well as it saves heat. Um, so it's really doing a, a year-round job. I, I actually have a very old home. My home was built in 1780. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so it had no insulation. And yeah. what, 
whatsoever. And I, I put in tap into my attic um, and it has seen, you know, significant savings, big difference in the house just by doing the attic. And I oftentimes get people asking about, well, what about the walls? What about the attic? If in a house that I, that I live in with no insulation in it at all, the, the first thing you want to do is, is do the attic. That would be the, the number one, because that's going to cap and hold in that heat. If, if you think about the heater, the air conditioning in a home, it's going to, it's going to go straight out the roof. That's the biggest area that it wants to go. And that's the first place it's going to want to leak out. So that would be the number one area to take care of. Okay. That makes sense. What about the crawl space or basements? It, do you offer a product that can be installed in those areas, like a batted insulation product? Yeah, we do offer a, a product called Comfort Therm, and Comfort Therm is a product. Uh, it is a um, a fiberglass. Now, it, it doesn't have the um, the EPA registration like TAP does, um, but it's also not a food source for uh, for any insects or or animals or so forth. So. Um, it is an encapsulated product. It has a, uh, a plastic encapsulation around it with some venting so moisture doesn't get trapped in there. Um, but that's also a great place to, uh, if you're going to do the attic, you might as well do the basement as well and, and cover that area up well and um, help in your, in your energy savings. And for someone like me that has no idea about the, the advantages and disadvantages of insulation, is it like, you know, everybody's told that heat rises, and I believe that's true. Mm-hmm. So in the summertime, um, if, if, you're pumping, if you're pumping AC into your house, what, is, is there an advantage to having insulation in a crawl space? Because I've had some customers that are like, oh, no, the, the, the crawl space doesn't need the insulation, and it's a, it's a harder sale. Well, you have to look at it in terms of your, it's called a thermal envelope. And that thermal envelope is anywhere um, around the, the perimeter of your home. Um, if you don't insulate um, any of those areas. So what I like to tell people is if you draw your, draw your home out, you know, just draw it on a piece of paper and then take a pencil and trace around that home. That's your thermal envelope. If anywhere that there's a break, um, so say that's your basement, your crawl space, and you don't insulate that. That's just another area. Number one, you're going to end up heating or cooling. And then it's also a source for where you will lose a lot of that energy as well. So it, it just adds another source um, or another space where you're where you could lose a lot of the uh, the heating or air conditioning. OK, well, that makes sense. Yeah. If you think about, I don't know, a lot of people have uh, these Yeti cool Yeti cups and so forth. Oh, yeah. I actually just got one for Father's Day. So <laughs> nice. Yeah, I got one. I, I drink water out of every day in my desk. <laughs> but it, it's a cool way to think about it. So if you've got a, a cup, whether you have hot or a cold liquid in there, uh, if you put the top on it and hold that in, it holds it in for much longer than if you took the top off of it. That then allows either the hot coffee to get much cooler quicker and the same thing with a cold drink uh, which allows it to melt much faster so although it has great insulating properties around three signs of it if you don't cap that in somehow you will lose the efficiency of that of that cup yeah okay all right interesting very interesting thing you know a lot of guys that i know that run smaller wildlife control businesses they 
tend to kind of stay away from it because it's this big, scary job and it's a lot of work. Um, so, you know, these guys might have, it might just be themselves or maybe they just have a couple employees that are helping them out daily. Um, and you sell an insulation job and you're looking at, you know, being there all day, maybe for a few days, if it's a, a big enough house, what, what would you tell someone like that? That's thinking about getting into insulation. Well, it is, it, it certainly is a, uh, a bigger job. Um, there's no doubt about that. There's, um, shouldn't take uh, really multiple days on a, you know, unless um, you're doing complete removals and then have to do a lot of attic prep um, at the most really on a, on a complete removal and an install with the, with the attic prep, it would be two days, um, you know, with the proper equipment and so forth. Um, there is a little bit of a learning curve. There's no doubt about that. Um, it, it's also one of the easier things to do in the, insul- in the insulation of a house. So taking the, um, taking a quick course with tap and we do offer installation training um, where we can show you the best ways to do things to be more efficient. Um, but it really, it comes down to the equipment as well. You want to make sure you have the right equipment for the job. Um, there's some, there's some nice machines with some great uh, output on them. So you're not sitting there for a long period of time. You know, if you think about some, there's some equipment that'll, that'll blow through maybe, uh, 20 bags in an hour, which sounds like a lot, but when you compare that to a machine that does 90 bags an hour, it seriously cuts down on a job, you know, where you're installing 100, 120 bags. Um, that takes that time frame right down, and that's where you're going to make the money, you know, spend a little bit more on the equipment and, and uh, make it worth your time so that you're in and out of there and moving on to the next job. Okay. But, yeah, with our... And, but, you know, anytime you're with TAP or you join, you, you know, using our products, we're, we're there to help you. Uh, yeah. We want to make sure you're doing it right. We want to make sure you're in and out of there and making money because that's what it's all about for, for us as well as you. Yeah. Y'all have a great website, by the way. Um, has a lot of good information there, you know, as far as the different R ratings and um, how you know, how the product's just beneficial or just so much good information. You have different forms on there, I think, that you can print out yeah. and utilize to give quotes and just give uh, an inspection report of what you found when you up, when you went up into an attic or in a crawl space. Um, and I just have a few questions that I think might help some people give them some clarity. What is the R rating? What does that mean exactly? Yeah, so so our value is is done. Um, it's the resistance, the heat, uh, the resistance of heat through a material. Um, so the way it's measured, it's measured in a lab, and and they basically take the product or the insulation, put it in inside this chamber, and then they put a heating element on one side and a temperature probe on the other, and they basically measure how how that heat passes through that material. Um, tamp is measured at 3.6, uh, per inch, our value, and everything is done per inch. So we're at a 3.6. If you look at some other products, such as a, uh, fiberglass, um, it can be anywhere from 2.8 to, to 3.2. Um, what that really means, you're going to use less of, of the tap material than you would a fiberglass, and you're going to see better efficiency out of it as well. I, you know, I like to talk about fiberglass in the sense that, you know, we do offer it on for the, 
for the basements, but when you're putting it in an, in the attic, um, it's not as efficient as as a, a cellulose insulation like a tap would be, um, simply because uh, the tap doesn't allow that air to pass through it quite as easily as a fiberglass does. Yeah, and even like comparing uh, batted insulation to blown in cellulose, um, there's a big difference there too, right? Yeah. Yeah, that it really is. And the, the bigger difference, um, I think the most important one to point out is that when you're when you're blowing in a, a uh, cellulose loose fill insulation, it's going to get into every crack and crevice and cover everything up and do a much better job than a fiberglass will that, you know, with a batted product, the batted products are not going to fit right around corners or, you know, the, the any um, recessed lighting or things like that in the in the um, ceiling that are going to cause it to leave gaps and essentially allow air to pass right through much quicker and um, making it less efficient. Yeah. Not only that, you know, when you talk about installing it, it's way easier to install your product than installing batted insulation, especially if there's a lot of wires and pipes running through the attic, you got to shove that stuff around all the angles and it's, it's kind of a pain. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Yeah, it's much easier to, to be able to blow it in and allow it to kind of fall. And, it, and if you think about um, installing it, for those who have never done it or maybe haven't, haven't seen it, uh, when it comes out of the end of the hose, you let it kind of float out and then it falls like uh, really like snow just falling to the ground. Um, and you keep that level right across the attic and it'll do a fantastic job. Nice. And do y'all sell any of the installation machines or the extraction machines? Yeah, we do. We sell both. Um, we have the vacuums and we have the um, uh, the blowing machines to put the material in. Um, we actually are pretty excited. Um, uh, just uh, just came out with a new vacuum that will actually uh, take out uh, batted fiberglass. I heard. Yeah, Steve was so- telling me about it earlier this year. Yeah, it is. It is available as of uh, this week, and I'm pretty excited about it. That is a, a really a revolutionary product. Those who have removed fiberglass from attics know that it's uh, itchy and uh, very, uh, very time-consuming to roll it all up, put it in bags, bring it through the house. Now with this new new vacuum, you can use it to uh, just bring it right through the uh, the hose, right out to the uh, vacuum bag outside and haul it away uh, which makes it so much easier and i'm sure there's been tons of safety testing but that that machine sounds a little scary like my arm might get sucked in there and i'll be sucked in there Um, they are very powerful they're running off of uh, 23 horsepower motors um and they're and they're very large fans that are inside there um you know even with the standard equipment this one um is a is a larger inlet than the uh, standard machines have that you would use to remove say loose fill fiberglass or loose fill cellulose and um you know it those those machines could pick up a a piece of wood and and send it right through there fortunately there is a um, an added piece that's inside there that um, allows a lot of that heavy stuff to drop out um, okay called a defender um, that saves your will save a lot of the equipment. The, unfortunately, the, 
fiberglass option for the bats, um, you can't use that in line um, because it would clog it up. So you just have to be careful. And, and, and you're a little bit better when you're pulling those out because you can see what you're putting through the hose. But it is it is very powerful. Yeah. So do you have to pick up the batted insulation or do you just literally put the hose right to it and it sucks it up? Um, I would be more comfortable picking, kind of picking it up and then putting it through the hose myself just so I'm not sucking up okay. anything I shouldn't be on the floor. Okay, but, yeah. But you certainly could just put it right to the floor and, and it would bring it right through. That is so huge, not, not just in terms of speed, but also, um, you know, technicians walking through the house or through the garage carrying bags of insulation and going back and forth. I mean – yeah, that's that is humongous. Yeah, um, that's exciting. Yeah, it, it really is. And in addition to that, the blowing machine, we we um, help uh, help design. What we call our um, uh, it's a five. It's called a 575 PCO. So it's a pest control operators machine uh, that's been designed specifically for us with our input um, and the uh, output to be able to blow insulation in there is over 90 bags an hour. Uh, which is really a game changer on a, on a job site when you can increase uh, uh, your output uh, as much as 25% from the previous equipment that, uh, that we had offered. So uh, re- we're really trying to make it uh, much easier for, uh, for companies to get in and get out and move on to the next job and really provide a, a quality service. Yeah, that's great. Um, all right. So, if I ran a wildlife control company, which I do, um, and I want to get into selling insulation, I think that a challenge for a lot of operators is they're going out, they're given a quote for exclusion that's already a few thousand dollars. And then, oh, by the way, uh, this is going to be an on top of that, uh, replace your insulation how how do we overcome that are you there oh i'm sorry seems to have cut out right there on me i'm not sure if that was... yeah i'm here did you catch that <laughs> no, no worries so if i'm an operator yep and i'm i'm giving a quote for exclusion for a few thousand dollars and I have to add in another $10,000 to replace insulation. What do you suggest is the best way to overcome, um, you know, at, how do you, where, where's, I guess we know the value is, is reducing the utility bill. Mm-hmm. You're saving 30% of your utility bill potentially or, or more. Um, but how do we overcome that objection of, of, adding this this additional well, I mean, product first on of top all of the, everything um, else we're selling if you're doing a removal of, of the wildlife and then if that includes any of the insulation that's currently there or uh, for health reasons because maybe there's urine or feces in there um, you do need to replace it with something uh, you don't want to leave a homeowner with with no insulation in their attic number one that's you know it's not even code at that point code is um, is a basic uh a basic R value, which much much lower than what the Department of Energy uh, recommends, and uh, so you won't get the savings that you would on the thirty percent that we spoke about. Um, so to be able to offer a customer something to put on top of that, 
um, to be able to at least get them to uh, a level that's going to be beneficial to them, I think is, is number one, very important to do. Um, otherwise it's going to cost them more money over the course of however many years they go without an insulation. Um, now tap, uh, you know, by the, by the product itself is not, um, you know, to put in the product isn't any different than, than the other insulations that you would put in, other blow-in insulation that you would put in. The difference is the cost of the material is a little bit higher, and that's simply because it is um, treated with higher levels of borate and uh, more effective borate uh, than your standard insulation that's out there. What we've, uh, you know, we've recognized that, you know, offering our product is a little higher price, and when you're teaming that up with an exclusion job, um, that can get pretty high. Uh, a lot of customers use financing as part of that. And we, if you don't already offer financing, we do have a company that we recommend um, and that we've worked with that many of our customers have brought on. Um, and we can make introductions there to, uh, to you know, have them uh, talk to them by offering it within their company. Um, and that certainly helps a lot. When you combine you know, a financing where you're paying a certain amount a month, plus you're saving on your utility bill every month, the, it's not as big of a hit as you, as you would think it would be. Yeah, it's kind of a no-brainer. I mean, really, I think the way that I would look at it, talking to our customers, is if you care about your health and there's insulation up there that has rodent droppings or bat droppings or raccoon droppings all over it and urine on top of that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. You, you want to remove that. Get um, your, your insulation you know, one of the place. things that you're up there uh, that I always, I always tell people is take pictures, you know, pictures are worth a thousand words in this case. And if you show the homeowner, look, this is what's up there. You really should remove it and then we'll replace it with a, you know, with an insulation, with a uh, insulation that's going to be added pest control for your home. Um, and help on the energy side. Yeah, so how much air am I breathing that's in my attic? If, if, if I have my AC ducts running through my attic and there's any contaminants in my attic, how much, how much of that is um, sucked I, into I, the ducts? I, I don't know that I have a definitive answer on that, but I think it's a lot more than you think. <laughs> Um, unfortunately depends, you know, a lot of times on how yeah. often people go into their attics, um, you know, and, and what, you know, is going on. I mean, you, you just remove some wildlife out of there. What right. were they doing up there? And, you know, have they compromised any of the ducks? Um, have they, you know, dug some holes into somewhere that now allows air to pass through into the home? Uh, if you have recessed lighting, I mean, recessed lighting is, uh, is an open hole right there into the attic along with any, uh, fans or so forth that that vent up that way right along those edges and so forth that that's opening um and of course those are some of the things you want to take care of prior to insulating but you know those i think there's a lot more than people uh people know that comes back into the home yeah for sure well i mean you if if you have a, i've been in houses before i'm sure a lot of people have that have rats in the attic or bats or whatever, and you can really smell, especially bats, you can really smell that guano in the house. So clearly, if you can smell it, absolutely, you would think that yep. 
then you're it's harmful. You're breathing that stuff in. So it's, at that point, you, you got to get it replaced. Um, and uh, as, as far as the – so the product that you have in the crawl space or the, the batted product that you have, there's no – There's no uh, – it's that. not there's proven no, to kill any There's insects. no treatment of that, right? Um, yeah, there's, it's not the same thing as the tap. It's, uh, it is a fiberglass okay. product, but – the tap itself differs from, and a lot of the questions I get are, what's the difference between tap and, say, the stuff I could go buy at, you know, the lumber yard down the street or the insulation house? Um, and it's vastly different. Um, th- the main thing is that it's treated with a, um, with a high-grade orthoboric acid. It's a pesticide-grade product. Um, and, the, and the amount that's in there is um, about three times uh, higher and levels of borate standard insulations. And I've worked, uh, for many, for a couple of companies for many years, um, in the insulation industry that make what I call standard insulation. Um, and they use more of a utility grade type of borate, which means it's not quite as pure. Um, and the reason they put the borate in there for the, for the main reason is the, uh, the fire resistance and uh, mold and mildew. That's, that's the main reason it's there. And they really only need to put in as much, yeah. um, as much borate as it takes to pass the test. And, and that's it. Um, because it, it's also the most expensive part of the product. That's all they put in. They put in as much as they need to get by on the test. Whereas tap, we have a different standard. Our standard is so that it, it does kill insects. And at that low level of a standard insulation, it simply doesn't kill uh, insects. You know, it doesn't kill termites. It, it won't kill uh, ants. Um, it does nothing until you put that level in and use a higher quality that TAP does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's worth the money. Um, you can't buy that product at a Home Depot or a Lowe's yet, um, maybe one day, right? It, it is actually available into those places? through Home Depot on special order basis. It's not advertised, um, but it's there as it's a way for us to try to get product out to some areas for a lower cost on shipping. So it, it is available there. Uh, to purchase. It's not necessarily right. visible to homeowners. I know a lot of folks get concerned about that. Um, and it's not, it's not uh, something that, you know, if they jump on their homepage to look at the ad, we're not going to be in that ad. Um, but we utilize them for their uh, distribution centers so that we're able to get product to, you know, some of the more remote areas and in, in say the Northwest or uh, some parts of the Northeast where shipping rates are very high and we can utilize their trucking system and their distribution to help keep the cost down. Right. Where do y'all sell the majority of your product? What is there? Well, a I think when you look at um, pest pressures and any other like state? that, that kind of dictates um, and the size of the state, as you can imagine, California, California is a pretty big state. Um, uh, so is Texas yeah. and so is Florida. Um, but a lo- anywhere along the south where pest pressures are higher, where you, where you get a lot of that uh, 
activity for a longer part of the year. That's that's where we see um, the bigger advantages. Not to say it's not sold in the, you know, I live up in the Northeast and sell a lot of it up here too. Um, it just has different benefits of different, you know, for different areas. And those, you know, it's certainly a, a product that can be used anywhere sure. in the country. And in fact, we do sell it in, in um, every state in the U.S., including Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, we do sell it in nice. Hawaii. Um, I should, I should Hawaii take that too? back. I, we don't, I don't think I've sold any in Alaska, uh, maybe before my time, but uh, that would be the only state that we haven't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what kind of pest market they have up there. <laughs> I don't know of any. I'm sure they have pest control yeah. companies up there. <laughs> they're there. And, and I think the shipping right now. We just don't I don't know a, of any personally. Uh, an easy way um, to get product there, but so. in Hawaii, we do. We we actually have uh, uh, have sent some stuff over there to some customers that that uh, that love it. They it works great out in areas like that as well as in uh, very cold areas. So. Yeah. So this podcast is mainly about growing a wildlife control business. Um, and I'm sure you've seen where a wildlife control business or a pest business has grown um, their sales by offering insulation. Do you have any any companies? You don't have to say the names of them uh, that come to mind. Yeah, you know, I, it, some, I have. And uh, from I actually love this. working with the wildlife companies because it's um, this is something that that is different. Um, it, it, it's a, it, it's definitely not something that everybody gets into, but once you see the opportunity and, um, and can see how that fits into your company, um, it can be a, a significant, um, revenue stream for you. Um, there, there's, I've had companies that I've, I've started working with, uh, a year ago that now just are, they have their own crews, they're, they're running, uh, constantly, you know, doing two, three jobs a week. Um, and, and that's a significant amount of insulation that they're using. And, you know, at one point buying one machine, now they're running two. Um, so there, there's a, you know, there's a definite uh, um, upside to, to really seeing the advantage and offering it uh, as part of your, your services. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you look at one uh, one insulation job that could be a few thousand dollars or more, um, and that might just be installing it. You add in uh, removing the old insulation. Um, I mean, it really adds up. So I could see where a company that's not yeah, offering it. You the marginal end of it is, it. is mean, good, the, too. The I mean, there's, be huge. Yeah, there's the um, labor side of it, um, which is, you know, about – Typically, the labor and the material costs are about a third of your entire cost. So you're looking at, you know, easily our customers are, are doing 60% margins and so forth. So very, you can see where it would be a very lucrative side of their business and why they really want to push it. Absolutely. No, it's, it's a great product. We don't sell enough of it. Um, it's, it's hard for us to get, you know, we sell insulation, but um, we don't sell as much as, as I would like for us to sell in the branches that I manage. 
Um, but I know it's there, you know, I know that works there and we'll sell one big remediation here and there. Um, and usually it's a short notice. So we end up not, not buying your product. But from what I'm hearing is, and correct me if I'm wrong, if, if we did need it, we can go through and, and get it delivered to a home depot. Yeah. I mean, what we would do um, is we'd want to look at a fairly um, short I mean, notice. We would prefer to send it to you directly if it's cheaper. Uh, we only use the home depot if it's, uh, if it's financially, you know, makes sense for you to do that. Um, and if it, if you're in an area where it does, then yeah, we would actually, uh, you'd still contact us and then we could work it with you to go through, uh, Home Depot to buy it online or directly from us. And we have it shipped. Our ship times are typically five to seven days. So they're not, they're not extremely stretched out. And uh, of course, you know, as if you need something sooner, we will certainly try to work with you to see what we can do to get something sooner. But um, rule of thumb is five to seven days delivery time. Nice. Okay. Um, and in terms of growth, like a company that's doing $300,000 in sales, for instance, and they're doing exclusion and trapping and they're not offering insulation and they're in a market where, you know, they are seeing a lot of, uh, addicts that, that need it, that are short on insulation or, um, have damaged insulation from wildlife. Well, if you take an average, um, growth. You know, whatever it is in your area. And I, I, I stopped uh, assuming size of addicts in different parts of the country because they vary considerably. Um, but if you take your average attic size and I'm going to use, say, just a, a 1200 oh, yeah. you know, square foot attic. Um, and if I take that and I and I multiply, or, you know, the, the cost to do a removal and an install. And again, that pricing varies across the country and, and we have tools to help you develop your own pricing. Um, but if I took a 1200 square foot and say in my area, I'm going to do a removal and then install 12 inches of cap, um, that price is going to range anywhere from say 225 to 275. So let me use 250, right? So a 1200 square foot attic at 250 is going to be about $3,000 for the job. Um, if you were able to just do one $3,000 job a week, you know, once you get going just one job a week at 52 weeks, I mean, that's $156,000 a year added on. Um, that's not, un that's not unreasonable to do, uh, one job a week. There's a lot of the, uh, a lot of pest control companies and wildlife companies that I know that are doing, um, you know, two to three jobs a week. So, but just, just starting out to kind of give yourself a goal, one job a week, $156,000 a year. It's, it's probably a good reason to look into it. Yeah, I'd say. And, and it's not like they have to go out and do a bunch of marketing for insulation. You utilize the opportunities that you already have to sell exclusion and trapping. Um, you know, I always tell my guys, even if you get called out for raccoons or snakes outside, uh, let the customer know, hey, part of this this service is to do a full home inspection. Why don't I go up in your attic and take a look so that they can identify if there's any old problems up there or even new problems that they weren't aware of in terms of being just short of insulation. Just because they haven't had a wildlife problem in their attic 
doesn't mean they don't need insulation. If they're short, maybe we just need to blow uh, a few inches exactly up there right. on top you, of their existing. Right on, you got it right on the head there. You know, if you're if there isn't an issue up in an attic um, with rodents or or anything that's that's ruining the insulation, and but you do notice that, geez, there's there's not a lot up here, and um, and we can help you identify what is not a lot and what is enough. Um, but it's in good shape is the point, then they could benefit by just adding some on top of that, you know, and, and that's going to also give you that, uh, that in that extra layer of protection, uh, for pest control as well. So just by adding say six inches, uh, to the attic can, can really see the savings that you would, um, you know, that your homeowner can really benefit from, you know, over the course of the years. And, and it's certainly a way to do it now. And you're right about advertising. You had mentioned, you know, you don't really want to, first of all, I, I don't ever like to advertise that it's uh, solely an insulation because at, at that point you're offering uh, what insulation contractors offer. And let's face it, we don't need that competition as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they charge a lot less And they're doing, they're doing like multiple jobs a day. You know, we do. don't want to add them to our, our competition less so um it, it's a it's a pest control and, and that's what separates us from from everybody else and it needs to be sold as such so when you're you're going into the attic and you're seeing all this and then you bring up the the product to say i'm gonna you know we utilize tap um it's important to mention you know that first of all tap is a pest control it it's also happens to be an excellent insulator as well and, and that's really the way to lead into any sale so that you can keep that separation from the insulation contractor um, and, and show what your value is over what they do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's so much opportunity out there with that. Um, I got to watch Terminex. Um, who we used to do a lot of business with and still do today, start uh, offering insulation or offering tap insulation, actually, like in middle of 2000, uh, I think it was 2010 or 2011, they started really pushing it hard. And, you know, they went from having, uh, you know, a couple guys doing it every once in a while to now they've got a bunch of crews doing it at each branch. Um, and they've really been able to grow with that. And I think that is uh, a lot to do with it is the financing too, being able to offer financing to your customers, which we do offer. Um, and if you don't offer financing, it's probably going to be pretty hard to sell a lot of it. Um, but, uh, you know, getting, getting some type of finance option for your customer to break up that $10,000 insulation job over the next right. you know 12 to 30 yeah months, absolutely and, and that's the reason be a we, game changer. You know, we've worked with the company that we do so um to help folks offer that financing uh because it is a it is a little bit of a hurdle i mean especially with the, the other work that you're doing but when you can loop it all into a, a manageable payment then uh and and the great part about the company that we're using is you know you get paid right away the financing goes through the financing company. So you, you get paid right away and you move on. Yeah. Um, they worry about the monthly payments, not you. Right. Right. They're the one chasing them down. If they don't pay, you don't have to worry about that. 
yeah, that's 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 huge. So, if somebody wants to get a hold of you and get more information about TAP, um, yeah. Or, or uh, so my email TAP, is uh, real simple. Um, uh, C White, and so it's C W H I T E at TAP T A P Insulation dot com. Um, and that's that's my email address and my phone number is real simple too. It's seven seven zero five three three two nine four five. So that's uh, that's a I, that's a great way to reach me on either one of those options. And I do respond very quickly. So if you don't hear back from me within a with a, within at least a, a couple hours, try me again. <laughs> oh. You're, you're brave putting your phone number out there. <laughs> I don't know how I would have done that or not. Um, but, hey, it's all good. So, hopefully, uh, y'all don't be calling him at 2 in the morning. Um, blowing well, I, about I, I do have this questions. function on my iPhone uh, that says I'm silent hours, from, hopefully. Uh, certain hours. <laughs> yeah, good, good. Yeah, I have to do that, too, sometimes on some days, depending on how busy I am. So, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Chris, hey, I really appreciate you. you have a lot of information with insulation. I learned a lot. Hopefully everybody else learned a lot as well. Um, guys, if you're not offering insulation, you are really missing out on a lot of opportunities. And, uh, you know, the, the, these customers of ours, they need stuff like this if they have animals in their attic. Um, and you're really missing out on a huge revenue opportunity and a value add to your services. So, um, Chris, thanks again for coming on. And, yeah, we do. Uh, guys, uh, if you don't mind me adding uh, right here at the end, we, we do offer opportunity um, webinars as well. So, um, if anybody wants to uh, you know, send me an email and wants to just join a informational seminar, we run them uh, twice a month, and uh, we'll give you kind of a rundown of, of the programs and, and what's entailed. And, um, you know, if you have uh, further interest from there, then then we can certainly work with you, get you set up with the equipment and uh, and get you rolling. Yes, we will. Yep. And will we'll y'all be at be the next Wildlife Expo in Orlando? Um, awesome. I, I, I am cool. planning on it right now. Uh, will you um, be there? I do have a, my partner, Stevens, who also attends those. It does happen to be in his uh, okay. uh, territory down in Florida. I'm more of the north but uh i do like to make my way down to florida on occasion yeah. so I, I am planning on going right now cool awesome well uh, chris hey really appreciate your time uh, appreciate all the knowledge i'm sure you helped out a lot of people and uh guys until next time i uh, hope this podcast helped you. you out and good luck